Hello, this is the Two Pats in a Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick. And I'm the other Patrick. And we're moving house in a couple of weeks. So we thought it would be interesting to talk about our our process and how we deal with, with moving. So to kind of get things started, I'll I'll kind of talk about how or like what what tools I've used so far. And the very first thing for me is keeping track of everything that has to be done. I'm not really a checklist kind of person, but I have kind of embraced Trello. What has to be done, what each of us is doing, and what has been done. I'm a checklist person when I remember to do a checklist. And uh, I like it because you you can actually see what needs to be done. And if you want to, you could schedule it. Yeah, and I think why, why I like that is it's better than a regular checklist because we have that in-progress state. And sure, a task is either to do or done, but sometimes you're blocked on a task, like arranging a move with Telstra, which is our telecommunications internet provider. And of course, they're big and nothing is ever fast. Mm -hmm. And they won't do anything until the people who were there before have moved out and disconnected their services. But once they have, it's, it's all scheduled. But I can't consider it done until they tell me, okay, it's going to happen on this date. And now they have. But until that point, it was sitting in a, in a pending state under my column so that you knew that you didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. And you can make assumptions on a standard checklist that you've written on, on paper, but it's very in- easy then for things to get lost. Mm-hmm. And a, Trello being a really useful tool is it also lets you add notes and links and pictures. And I mean, I've, I think we probably talked about using Trello when organizing our travels as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a task management planning thing that sort of feels at home if you're used to the Kanban software development process, but it doesn't force anything on you. You label all the columns, so it's very adaptable for things like this. Mm-hmm. And it has apps for everything, so we use it on our phones and on the computer. And I just like how it updates, and it's visual. Yeah. Because sometimes, if it's all just in text, and it's all like one after the other, it, it's hard to sort of dictate uh, importance or uh, time-sensitive tasks and stuff like that. So I, I like it. Yeah, I've, I also appreciate being able to set due dates on things mm-hmm. and yeah, being able to reorder them so that it's like, well, we can't do these things until we choose the date, which we've done now. And mm-hmm. thus all those tasks kind of end up mentally unblocked. But there isn't any, other than the order that they're in, there's no structure. The next thing is using other people. And I don't mean tapping on your friend and saying, I'll totally buy you pizza if you spend the day helping me move, although that's a valid thing for other people to do. I mean, there are services out there that will make moving an easier process. And the the most obvious one is a moving company. So people who will pick up your boxes of stuff and put them in a van. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, I've used one of those for every move I've done in Sydney. And we always used them for moving stuff as a family mm-hmm. when I was younger. Yeah. And also, like, I don't want to lift a fridge. Mm. I mean, I probably could, but I don't want to know what I'd do wrong while doing it. And um, I don't know how the movers got our 
washing machine into position last time. It was kind of acrobatics. Yeah. And I don't envy the poor person who has to get it out. The But the next kind of thing was last time we moved, we moved with sort of two weeks notice and with me in the last two weeks of my job. So I couldn't take time off to pack. And so I looked into services that would do the packing. And what I found was one called Moving Smoothly, who we are using again this time. And in the space of six hours, two middle-aged women come in and do a quick job in one block, bringing all the materials they need after they tell you how many boxes to get. And it just makes the getting out process that much simpler. Mm. I think I think what getting those movers did for me was make me realize how much better and how much more efficient professional people can do it. And also, I think possibly it's because they're not actually attached to anything. Like, they're not attached to any of the things that they're packing. I think what, what I find is everyone kind of, when they're packing, kind of looks at things and go, oh, remember this thing? And then they kind of go off and, you know, think about it for a while and or get distracted by something else. And so I think by having the movers there, it removes all that. And it means that everything's packed, everything's in an organized manner. And I think the main benefit is time. Like you said, when when you're packing your own things, especially at the start, you move at quite a slow pace because you are looking at everything again. And you're not doing a good job of that. You're not going, well, I don't really need this. I can throw it out. You're going, oh, look at this photo. That's that's actually on my phone somewhere, but I have this printed copy and it looks really nice. Oh, okay, put that in the box. Whereas they are going, this goes in here. This packing needs to go around it. I don't think we had any breakages. No, we didn't have any at all. In the last move, it was great. They know how to pack things and protect them in a way that if I was doing it, I would use three times as much bubble wrap. And actually, I'll, I'll add another point. I think if if I was doing my own packing, I find I tend to overfill boxes and then either can't pick them up or end up sort of damaging the box. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's actually another service that we used last time was a box hire service. And there's two two that I've used. There's hire a box who do cardboard boxes, if you order over $100 worth of stuff, they deliver it for free and they will pick it up again. And you get three months or so with the boxes. So it gives you a really good time to unpack. Mm. Uh, maybe it's only a month, but whatever. It's a decent length of time. And at work, we've used a service called Boomerang Boxes and they use plastic containers instead. So they last a bit longer. The downside is they are smaller boxes and you don't get to keep them as long for the same money. This time we will actually use a Canards, their storage lockers service here. Mm -hmm. uh, but they sell boxes with a deal where if you return them with only kind of tape on them, they'll buy them back for a chunk of your money. So it's effectively renting, but without the time limit on returns. And with the downside of that, we have to go and collect and return the boxes. But the upside is we don't end up with a whole bunch of boxes. Before using this service, what I would do is I would scrounge boxes from everywhere, mm -hmm. which two 
two big negatives of getting boxes from anywhere is your boxes aren't the same size, mm -hmm. questionable quality. And different carrying capacities too. Whereas when you go with uh, Canards or Hirebox or Boomerang, there are roughly two sizes of box and you get X of one and Y of the other. And then you'll know that they're all able to stack because they'll all be double-walled boxes. They'll all be good quality. What's really cool that I discovered when we hired those boxes was they even had the ones with the rod on it. So you could actually have hanged stuff. Yes, the porter boxes. rod. Yeah. And actually, the, the really nice thing is the removalists that we're using this time, a company called Morgan Removals, who I've used multiple times in the past and have been very happy with, actually provide those on the day as well. So inevitably, even when you're like us, you're using packers, they'll come in, they'll pack everything. You still need to sleep somewhere on the night before you move. And I guess we could just go to a hotel or something, but that adds money to what is already a fairly expensive process. Yeah. And I, and a lot of uh, our expenses in this move are discretionary because we're choosing to use services rather than to take more time off work. But we want to be able to sleep in our own bed. Yeah. But that means that on the day of the move, your your bed clothes have to go somewhere. And so them providing a porter robe means that there's somewhere for that to go. There's somewhere for the jackets that you kind of inevitably have lying around. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yes, I love the porter robes. They're, they're the more expensive box, probably because of the the rod assembly. But mm -hmm. the the kind of the last thing is, I always forget, and I, I'm doing better with the last couple of moves. Well, the last move I couldn't do it, but the moves bracketing that, so the last one and this one, of taking some time off around the move. Mm -hmm. I I'm lucky in that I have the leave to be able to take the whole week off so we can do the actual move on a tuesday when things like removalists are easier to book mm -hmm. but also i know that i'm going to be spending like the day of the move hectic because it, and it's tiring and it just always is but then i don't have to go to work the next day mm -hmm. and again because it's the tuesday so you get the monday and the wednesday off so at least we have you'll have five days yeah. and you're not kind of moving on the Saturday, unpacking on Sunday and rapidly trying to clean the old place and everything else you have to do. And then going to work on the Monday, feeling tired and. Yeah, and then coming home and then possibly having to unpack or just coming home tired and there's nowhere to sit. I actually got lucky the last time we moved. Like I said, I, I had to start a new job right after the move. But they very kindly gave me the first two days off work as I I don't know why. But for some reason, everyone in the Sydney office got those two days off. And it just happened to be my first two days. And that meant that I was able to come uh, spend the day at home where the entire house was boxes mm -hmm. and actually get some headway in undoing them. And then I had the weekend before I had to go back to work. It was not as good as having this, the week off like I'm doing this time, but it was still better than having to put up with boxes for a whole week after the move. Yeah. I think, I think that's the biggest takeaway. Having time 
to do all of it. It's not something that you should skimp on if you can. If you if you can, because I I always find also that no matter how good of a job you do yourself when packing or with packers, there is inevitably those trips that you have to do between the old place and the new place after the move itself. You have to go and. You have to go and do that clean that you can't do when everything's yep. still there. You inevitably have some stuff in the outside storage if there's outside storage. There's just this stuff that you will you will throw out. So you go, well, there's no point taking it to the new place. Well, okay, then it's still at the old place, and you have to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Just being able to do that at your own pace during the day, rather than having to pack it in after work, makes it a just makes it a easier process and i know for me and i suspect for you too that moving just is quite stressful yeah it's especially the whole juggling the two places especially if you're you know having to deal with rent like and trying to make sure you're not paying double rent for for like a extended period of time and because when you, especially if you're going between rentals, then you have a, a bond or a deposit that you had to have to pay before you move in for the new place, and you don't get your bond back until after you've moved out of your old place. Mm-hmm. So potentially there's there's extra financial stress there, and so you want that that gap to be as small as as you can, and we're we're lucky with this and the previous move that we've been able to give ourselves a little bit longer to mm-hmm. do that without stressing about it. And also at the same time, if if you're coming from one rental, the property manager's trying to get that place rented out. So you have to worry about, oh, they might want to do some painting. They might want to do some renovations. They might want to have people coming through. Yeah, And then so you have to deal with strangers coming through your house while it's in a state of being moved yeah and and also you've got to try and make it well i feel compelled to make it presentable during that time which is extra hard if you're trying to pack up and then beyond that it's just changes stressful Mm. for for many of us and when you're moving, you go through this period of time when, n- like, n- everything's not as it normally is. Mm-hmm. You, even with packers, like, I can't leave my network stuff until the last minute because, well, I choose not to have them pack it because there's hard drives and things that are more delicate and I like to move them by hand. But that means that I need to pack them. And that means I need to pack them before they get here. Mm-hmm. And because I don't want to be stressed in doing that all at the last minute, I space that out. But that means you go through a period of time when you're at home in your own home, but you're not like things aren't their normal setup. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like the like I've already packed up the the Xbox, for example. And okay, I don't really miss that terribly much, but I got a reminder from my to-do application to download the latest Xbox games, uh, the Xbox Live free games. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, I can't do that because I've packed it already. Okay, not a big deal. But it's just, it 
contributes to that feeling of unrest. Mm-hmm. And we have a cat, and we love her, but you can tell that she knows that something's going on. Mm. She's just that little bit more unsettled than she normally is, although as we record, she is sitting on your lap, purring away, full of food. Mm-hmm. Just whenever we start packing or moving things around, she runs into her into her hidey place. And, you know, we can still see her, and she's fine, but she's just not... It definitely has an impact, and an impact on her. We're humans, we're empathetic. That impacts on us as well. Mm-hmm. I think um, I equate moving to uh, the the feelings that I get when moving are very similar to when exams are coming up or just before exams are going to happen. You're, you're kind of in that state of preparedness and you're kind of in that state of uh, heightened anxiety or uh, anxiety is probably not the right word, but you're you're a bit more on edge or unsettled because you know something's going to happen and it might be a mixture of excitement but it equates to that feeling of something's about to happen so I find that I don't sleep as well I find that I'm a bit more distracted and it's hard to relax because like you said stuff is in different places or stuff is missing or you know that you know that you have to worry about uh packing this thing so you shouldn't use it or whatever there's anxiety is definitely there and I, I think moving is because it's changed there's definitely a mixture of excitement of the new even even if you're moving somewhere you've lived before there's still it's still new it's different and it's that, still a change it's still yeah. a change and but that means there's there's stuff to look forward to yes but there's also stuff that you will miss about where you are now and if you're moving just around the street that's probably limited to the house itself and if you've lived somewhere for a few years like we've lived here for nearly 4 years mm. i mean there's not much to our, our house so yeah, nothing nothing about the house itself, but it's more the I will location. miss yeah, I will miss the the stand like we have our own street access and our own off street parking that's connected straight to the house. So you're not on common property. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, yes, it's the fact that we're a ten minute walk from a supermarket, we're a two minute walk from well, maybe a five minute walk from a foreshore walk and walking by the water is quite nice it's photogenic but we're also only a 30 to 40 minute walk from the city and so we'll miss that so there's there is a moving comes with a little bit of a sense of loss Mm. Um, even even when you're excited about the new thing and balancing that is of course what we do and i think we're we're at least we're at be- we're at least neutral. We're not super depressed about the move. Mm. We're at least neutral to a little bit excited, and it helps that we'll have some more space, so it it will feel feel like an upgrade in that sense. And then there'll be new new places to explore. Last last time we lived in that in that place, 
we we didn't walk as much as we do now. Um, it's not uncommon for us to do 10 kilometers of walking a day. So we are far, far more used to walking and exploring than we were the last time we lived in that area. So I think there is a lot that we can do. And also we'll be closer to some places that we're not as close now. And we'll be able to explore those areas. But it's still change. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I think I think that about wraps us us up for this this episode. In a future episode we'll probably talk a little bit about maybe some of the bigger moves that we've done in the past. Um thank you for listening. Uh don't forget that we would super love to hear from you. We have a website at twopats.live. You will find convenient links there to a feedback form. Where to find us on Twitter, on Instagram, and even more excitingly on YouTube. We have just published a bunch more videos of food reviews and a couple of tech-related topics, including a unboxing of Samsung phone and a look back at an old camera that uh, was one of your early Kodak ones. Was it your? F- wasn't your first one, but it wasn't my first one, but it was my first proper one, I guess. Yeah. So if you if you enjoyed the episode where we talked about our camera history, be sure to check that one out. It's uh, it's only like five minutes long. So, and you can see a little bit of some places in Sydney that we like uh, during that. And you get to see what we look like. Oh yeah. Well, you get to, yes if you're <laughs> into that. <laughs> Uh, yes, actually, indeed. Well, not in the the Samsung video. I'm you, you can see my hands, but in the Kodak video, you'll see Pat, and in the food videos, you'll see both of us, and you'll even see a part of our wall and a part of our cat. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you which part. Extra points if you could find which video it's on. Thanks for listening. Bye.